0: And all the brothers and sisters said, hey, amen. I, I mean, love that you think f- we're going to punch figure, him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, too, right? <laughs> and I ain't butt <laughs> chugging anything. We gotta do we need some content here. Uh,
1: in the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that
2: fits, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision.
3: Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. <laughs> how many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt's a
0: so I, 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 lo- I love those head games of the two.
1: got away all it's, your it's, it's options. It's
0: so much fun. Nobody wants to go Lane Kiffin
1: here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Liquor Leagues is here for another week. Week 10 is behind us, and we're getting ready to jump into week 11. All of the boys are here in the studio, and we're ready to get started. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? What a great all time. I mean, all
0: gators. Just go I mean, Gators. Wait. go Vols. Vols. It was a great, great ah. weekend. Great week for football
2: overall. Holy cow! All right, there you go. Oh. Yeah,
0: you were texting out earlier. You're right. I mean, this was this was an amazing week for college football, especially SEC college football. So great. Can we get a go, Flames. Yeah, go we should go, go, go Flames. On. Go, go flames. flames. Oh, Flames!
1: That's it. That is it. Uh, look, they pulled it out at the end. I mean, they were they were doing very well, and then if you watch that game as it wore on, it was like, oh, okay. Uh, they may find themselves in a hole, but they held them off, and that's that's how you win, right? I mean, that's the point. You find that's a way how you to go win. Eight
3: and one. That's. I don't know how yeah. they're what... not in the conversation for uh, you know the college football playoffs. I,
1: I, I'm sorry. What conference are they in again?
3: It doesn't matter.
1: I'm just asking. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. <laughs> exactly. And that's the way it will remain. He's like, I have no idea. I just went with them. And it paid off. It paid dividends for you, and it did. And you know, you got to take that win and enjoy it. Um, I will say this. Let me finish up real quick. And I apologize. No, no, do it right, fucko.
0: I'll edit this out. You do that because I'm also trying to figure out. Um, there is a quarterback, and I can't remember which one is is a starting quarterback. That's currently in the NFL. Uh, that played at Liberty University. <clears throat> I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember who it is now, and I can't. Really? Yeah. And he's actually doing really well, which is another reason why I'm a little flustered that I can't remember who it is. This list is shit, and is not going to help me.
1: Uh, where is? All right, so let's go ahead. There we go, and there we go.
3: It wasn't Hingle McKringleberry, was it?
1: It might be. <laughs> might be.
0: Malik yeah, Willis he was from Penn State. Willis, Malik yeah, Willis was drafted the by the
1: Titans yep. in the third yep. round. There you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's who it is. Okay. All right, gents. Yeah, well, here else. we are. Let, Thank what? you, Evans. Grinch. Grinch. Grinch,
1: Grinch Evans. Teddy. Grinch. Grinch There you go. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the week that was week 10. We'll we'll go ahead and put this, you know, it's in the bank. Let's see where we ended up for the week. Uh, We had a slate of seven games. I have to say, uh, Haas, you made a call at the last minute. Uh, You went ahead and swapped up your Texas A&M pick for Florida. I believe that article was 12 starters were down with flu. Apparently flu was running rampant not only in the locker room, but across the entire campus there at Texas A&M. You made a choice to go with Florida. I
0: love love how they're calling gonorrhea the flu now.
1: Uh, you know it is what it is. And um, I have to say it paid dividends to you because you are now single-handedly out in front of everybody by two games. So Grinch and I split the weekend. So, you know, it was one for one. I went Tennessee. He went Georgia. I went Missouri or we both went Missouri. I'm sorry. He went Texas A&M. I went Florida. Mm -hmm. So we split the cost. He and I stayed tied in second place, but you jump out to a, I mean, we've been doing this back and forth. Everybody's been even for the last three or four weeks. And you finally decided to jump out two game lead with three weeks left. Um, That may, that may bode well for you. So we just have to see Mac. Uh, your your liberty Tennessee. pick, your liberty pick was good, but every other pick was for shit. <laughs> so uh, you you're still three games back, unfortunately. But you know you had a solid what? weekend. You had six. You had six wins on the weekend.
3: Yeah. It's
1: so oh Tennessee. no, you didn't. This one. I'm sorry. We all were down. I.
3: Yeah, Alabama, LSU.
1: I was gonna say. That was wishful thinking on my part. Threw everybody <laughs> off. Yeah, it was not expected. I'm sorry. So the ads let me go ahead and do this.
2: Uh aha should get a five.
1: No, I'm good.
3: Who the fuck <laughs> is people <keeping> score at <laughs> this shit?
1: <laughs> uh, Either way, you're still two games yeah, it's ahead. It's still two up. Yeah. It's just, it's going to
3: change anything
1: overall. Right. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into our games for the week. Uh, I apologize for our listeners at home. We were adjusting our counts for our picks. So uh, we'll go ahead and start at the top, work top down. Arkansas over Liberty. We all went Arkansas. Mac, for whatever reason, decided to go Liberty. And at the end, it paid off. Now, I guess the only issue I had with this game was that they, they drive down. Arkansas scores. They have a chance to tie it up with a two point conversion. And I'm not sure why they ran Jefferson up the fucking middle on a two point conversion. It's the choice they made and he came up short. And so we end 21 19. Cause at that point, there was like a minute and two seconds left on the clock. And Liberty could just take a fucking knee and run out the game. But Mac, I mean, you made the right call, brother. I I don't know what it was that you saw, but
3: I saw Aiden Wood and I haven't seen shit really from Arkansas in a
2: while. You know, um, and that's the weird well, thing. I, I, I admittedly Very went with the SEC strength bias on this. I, I, did I think thinking, we both did. We I all keep did, right? Thinking Arkansas is going to be that physical team we saw. Well, thought, and they,
3: yeah, we were on high on Arkansas at the beginning of the year because they looked really good, but they have just faltered off. At uh, Damn, Auburn.
1: Kentucky. Kentucky's Kentucky. done it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, it's just a weird thing. And I think that was the weird thing about this weekend is, is teams that I think for me that I thought were going to be strong, just weren't, or they were strong. Like we all went miss state over Auburn, but that was a back and forth game went to overtime and, and, mm-hmm. you know, miss state pulled it out, but it was like, holy shit, man.
2: You, you know, I'll, I'll, I was thinking about this and I'll say it cause I think it's applicable to Arkansas. And we'll see if it's applicable to other teams. Is sustained performance is hard. Yes. It just is. I don't know if it's a dynamic of who the coaches are. And then, but in Arkansas's case, case, they didn't have coaching turnover. At least I don't think they did on the offense or defensive side. And head coach KJ Jefferson was back. So I don't know what the X factor is with them. Where they're just not the same team this year. Well, and I'll say the same thing for Kentucky. You got the same starting quarterback. You got quality coaching staff. Quality not running the backs. same team. Now that we won't know until next year, and we'll see how things shake out. But it'll be a similar question for Tennessee next year. Did your recruiting give you the lifeblood you need to continue to be at that top tier?
3: Or, or was, just was it just some lightning
2: in a bottle? Yeah, that was some weird combination of your quarterback, your staff, the members of your team, and it just or schedule and it all you mean it was,
1: it's rings. LSU 2019 all over again.
2: Well, it, exactly, and that's that's exactly the cautionary tale. Is there's no question, Orgeron built one of the best teams we've probably ever witnessed. That offense was absolutely unstoppable they annihilated Oklahoma. I mean, they just, they stopped scoring because they chose to basically not because they play off, you know, and, and, and then one season later, the man's getting the boot because frankly, Ogeron was the, he's just the face. He's not the brains behind it. What you mean, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that's, what's so interesting to me of just what's different. And in the case of Arkansas, I don't really remember all their scores. I mean, I feel like they haven't just outright laid an egg, but you guys correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, I'm looking yeah, right now. Yeah. And when Kentucky's case, they just got shellacked. I mean, by they got,
0: they, they kind of got slacked by Alabama. They got kind of got slacked by Mississippi State. Kind of okay. got slack. I mean, um, all right.
2: All right. Well, maybe the signs were there and Max saw them a lot clearer than we did. Well, again,
1: we started we started this season and we were riding high on Arkansas. We were riding high on Kentucky. Arkansas is in the bottom of the West now, only ahead of Auburn and Texas A and M, who have both been struggling. And Kentucky's in mid is mid table, one game ahead of Florida. You know what I'm saying? But both teams yeah. started high on the horse, and the problem is Sam Pittman in Arkansas. He started high last season, and they they petered out at the end. By the end of the season, they were struggling. It like you mentioned. Holding at that level is hard. Sustaining at a high level is tough. And clearly, he hasn't developed a team in Arkansas that can sustain over the course of 12 games. Because by midseason, they're struggling, and by the end of the season, they've gone to shit. So, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I, <sighs> it, it, it.
1: Kentucky I mean, went from being ranked. Focusing on
2: Arkansas, I, I'm just mystified yeah, by Kentu- how big of a drop.
1: Kentucky went being ranked high to being unranked. You know, by midseason, so you know it's just one of those things where it's it. Hosh, you've said it time and time again. It's the, it's the beauty of SEC football, you know. But you know, we get into this part of the season and we're eating our own, as most conferences are when you're in conference conference play. Um, you know that's going to happen. So our I don't want to spend too much time, but Arkansas obviously dropping the ball to Liberty there at the end. Uh, Georgia Tennessee. What do you say about this game? This, this, this looked like Tennessee versus Kentucky. I mean, Georgia was as dominant against Tennessee as Tennessee was against Kentucky in all phases of the game. Uh, I think Hendon Hooker, they got down and he started making some bad mistakes. I mean, I know he threw the interception early. I think it was to Ringo in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, You know, and he, he just didn't didn't look as poised and as comfortable as he had been in the first nine weeks.
3: And I think this is the strongest defense Tennessee's really gone up against. Oh, yeah. Um, by, by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, I think this just kind of really reaffirms that, that Georgia's, Georgia still should be the number one team in the country.
1: Yeah. I, well, I, and and I put AP, out
2: they are, with the exception of one vote, now solidly number one in the AP. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't agree with the, the CFP ranking that Tennessee was one. I didn't agree with yeah. that. And that's why I put in the text it's one versus or maybe it wasn't to you, maybe it was to my dad, but it was like it's one versus two.
0: Yeah.
1: Um because the AP poll they were one and two, but in the CFP, I think they were one and three. I don't think Tennessee should have been one.
2: Uh, uh, and and you know, and I think last week you asked me if I that bothered me, and that's and you're like, no, nope. you know, like the game's gonna get played, it's right. gonna be just fine. Right. Um, who cares
3: what the yeah
2: i mean you got in the ap uh it goes georgia ohio state michigan tcu tennessee dropped to five oregon has now climbed the ladder back up to six lsu at seven usc at eight ucla alabama at 10 um, and i'll just leave it at that on terms of the top 10 so we, we've started to see the changes now
0: but Mac, your um, Liberty Flames are nineteenth. I mean, they're ahead of Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, you know who's not in the conversation?
0: Clemson. Yeah,
2: they got they got beaten yes. every respect. Yes, they, they did. You know, shellac so applies sad. here again.
0: Oh they, my God, poor Clemson. Yeah, when?
2: And and I, you know, I was trading some text with Doc on this. It's just with Clemson right now. It's like, who are they? You don't you can't point to anything to kind of identify their identity, right? You already know there's a crisis of confidence with their starting quarterback. And they, they played them both in this game, as I understand it. And they just got beaten all phases of the game.
1: And that's how you, so, win. Yeah. Unless you're South Carolina and you can do it with special teams.
0: Yeah. Preach, brother. Preach. At the end of the day,
1: at the end of the day, Georgia is the outright number one, which is where they should be. They demonstrated why they should be there at this point, I don't see them losing that spot riding out the end of the season, you know, and they should roll into the SEC championship, whoever they're facing on the other side of the conference. Uh, and that may be a done deal at this point, because I'm not even sure. I think LSU is sitting in the top spot in the other they side are, of the conference right now. They
2: are. They're technically same number of losses. It's they're like seven to two, seven two, or something like that, but LSU is now top. I think Ole Miss is in the second position. Yeah. Um but, you know, I'll say this. Um, we're going to find out a lot about Tennessee next week. Yes. Because yeah. they play Mizzou. And kind of pivoting into the Mizzou-Kentucky game, Mizzou may be the best. Underrated team. Underrated, right now. Like, like, wins-loss team I've seen. Because they play hard. They play consistent. They had a chance to win that game. If you didn't see it, they going into that last like nine minutes, you know, Kentucky scores the touchdown. It gets called back for, I think, a legal motion or something along those lines. There's a fumble that ultimately gets called back. And I agree with it. It wasn't a fumble when you looked at it, but they go on to score. Mizzou isn't able to capitalize on the next possession. Kentucky gets the ball, they get stopped and if you saw this particular play it was it was crazy time shit show long snapper snaps it over richardson i think his name the senior punter from kentucky it's on the 2 yard line that man picks up the ball faster than i've ever seen a punter pick it up and twist his body and he punts it, it out right and because he was still in the tackle box when he gets leveled which he did cuz he got carted off with who knows what injury, he was in immense pain if you saw his face. They got him for roughing the kicker, giving Kentucky a first and ten, which is really what sealed the deal. And then you think back to the Auburn game where you're like, oh, my God, he fumbled into the end zone. You know, like Missouri, I, I, I have a lot of respect for them as a program right now, and I hate it for them on their their win-loss record. Because they're playing hard, and credit to Eli Drinkwitz and that team because those guys, they, they give it their all, and they're not going to give you an easy game. They just aren't. And
1: I can appreciate that. And, and again, they, they, they held in there with Kentucky, and I know Kentucky may not be the Kentucky at the beginning of the season, but, I mean, they did well, and I was hoping for a win. Unfortunately, we didn't get it. You know, it is what it is. Um, Alabama-LSU, I mean, this one – fucking overtime LSU pulls out the win I, I, you know
2: I'll, I'll pile on to this one real quick I I'm, I I can't talk shit about Kelly anymore can I he's making me eat some crow here yeah. um he had the team ready now I will say a lot like the Georgia game that home field advantage was felt yes but LSU showed out they played consistent they played all four quarters they played with a lot of heart And when it came down to that, I mean, Bryce Young was running for his life a good portion of that game from the highlights I saw. Um, When it came down to making that ballsy decision of going for the two-point conversion, Brian Kelly did it, and they're walking away winners. So credit to them.
1: Yep. I mean, at the end of the day, Bryce Young was still 25 for 51, 328 yards. Jaden Daniels, 22 for 32, only 182 yards. But, of course, LSU's rushing, uh, nearly 200 yards of rushing helped. Um,
2: And that's the thing, like right now with, um, you know, again, talking with Doc on text, you know, like with Alabama, you know, it's Will Anderson and Bryce Young. Right. Beyond that, you just don't know who their true threats are. I mean, Jermaine Burton transferred from Georgia, and admittedly it gives me some pleasure that he really hasn't amounted to much over there. So they don't have a Jalen Waddell, you know, Devontae Smith.
1: They don't have the debt Yeah, Devontae. Yep. They, they just they don't have those like they used to. that
2: just take the top end off of a defense and make you play different. Right. And in the SEC that, you know, it's a lot of physical man to man. So <laughs> the openings are either there or they aren't. You can't exploit the zone to create just space. Like you got to outright beat the guy across from you. And it, it didn't happen.
1: Well, and again, I would think that 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 says the same thing about Tennessee and Georgia or Georgia at large. In my opinion, I know he's out there. I know 84 is out there. But at the end of the day, Brock Bowers is your really only your go-to target. I mean, he's your big guy, and he gets a lot of... And it's like, as a defense, account for the guy. And yet he manages to get open, and it's like, you know well, you have to I, account
2: for him. I would tell you he's just that good. He um, clearly is. But you can't... The problem teams have is they can't ignore Darnell Washington.
1: Well, no, because he's six, seven, nine hundred 900 pounds, and it's fucking ridiculous. Right, but...
2: and it's it's a dilemma for the defense, and it's a you've got to make choices. That's the way the whole concept is designed. And so when, you know, I mean, I, I think um, Todd Munkin, O.C. for Georgia in his third year, you know, he kind of let Stetson Bennett Start making his own. Like, this is this was always where they wanted to be, where they told Stetson, I've given you all the tools, make your you decisions. make some judgments on the field. <clears throat> and you know, Arian Smith, who has been injured, we saw him take over the you know, off that one. And I think there was a hold on both those. You know, whether it was enough to matter, obviously, he caught one and not the other. But Rosemary Jack Saint, you know, is talented. It, it's just. Even if it's not your best player, the other players are good enough where you can't just say ignore them. I'm right. going to ignore them because they'll make yeah, you pay.
1: But I'm sorry, in college football, no defense has a cover corner or a free safety that is six, seven, two hundred and fifty. Covering Washington is almost impossible because he's going up against guys where he clearly has a you know six, seven, eight inch a, a distinct advantage.
0: physical advantage. Yes, on all and never
1: mind if he catches the ball, you're trying right. to tackle the fucking freight train.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it
1: difficult. Uh, All right, let's keep rolling. We talked about Alabama, LSU, Mississippi State, Auburn. uh, Another fucking ridiculous game. If you didn't watch this game, Mississippi State, you know, they managed to get it. They tie it up on the kickoff. After tying it up on the kickoff. Now, I will say this, and I don't know if you know this, Cadillac Williams is the interim head coach for Auburn, of course, who used to play for Auburn. He was a standout there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and this I, I don't get, and not that it mattered, Cadillac Williams thinks he's going to be cute and they bring out the kicker for Mississippi state to kick a field goal. And it's going to be a long one. So what's he do? He waits to the last minute and he ices the kicker and they reset and they get back to the line. And what does he do? He thinks he's going to be cute. And he ices the kicker a second time. Now, of course, what he does is he waits to the last minute, both times they hike the ball, he kicks the ball and he gets it through the uprights. So he's now out of timeouts on the third kick. He can't ice the timer. He kicks it. He makes good on it. He's now wasted two fucking timeouts and they're going to get the ball back with like 40 seconds and now no timeouts. Like to me, I know coaches think they're going to be cute with this whole ice and the kicker bullshit. You guys have your own kicker. You know, he stands on the sideline for 59 and a half minutes, every game and practices kicks so that he can come in for 30 seconds. Why are you wasting your timeouts trying to ice a kicker? who spends almost 60 minutes a game doing nothing but kicking, kicking, kicking on the sidelines. Then when you get the ball back or what would have been getting the ball back, you have no timeouts. So you're fucked. Now, the weird part that happens is Mississippi state comes out to kick off. He tries to squib kick nails, the fucking Auburn player right in the chest. And the ball bounces back to Mississippi state and they get the ball back and then they can, and basically try to walk down and, and, End the game right there, but it's just like, dude, it's like, what are coaches? Sometimes I I don't get what coaches are thinking.
2: Well, I mean, you said it. He's not been a head coach. I mean, right. He's technically the first African American coach for Auburn. Kudos um, as the interim. and okay. and I will say, the Ronnie Brown Cadillac Williams duo at running back may have been one of the best offenses I've ever witnessed in my lifetime in college football. It was. It destroyed Georgia when they they played us and it was just fast, frenetic, it was creative. Anyway, doesn't mean you can um, coach. Yeah. It, it, it's until <laughs> until you're in those moments, you just don't understand the pressure of it's right. it's you. You have to make the call. And this is why a lot of people who like, I think I've got it all, I think I know all their answers. It's like, well, in the moment, you may not, because they're you're in a pressure, you know, you're sitting inside a pressure cooker. Right. with everybody looking to you to make that decision Yep. as opposed to the guy that's over there flinging the ball in the air going, I'd just kick it, you know, <laughs> right. like, okay, jackass. <laughs> and at the
1: end of the day, it doesn't pay off. Now he, on the sideline, he had a lot of energy. He was motivating his players. Great. But when it comes to decision-making, I think some of that may be questionable because if you're going to get the ball back, you're going to want those timeouts because all you got to do is get in field goal range at that point. But now you got no timeouts. And, and so it's it becomes a tenuous situation. And I just think well, it was
2: poor coaching at the end there by by about mike leach going over and putting away all the chairs i think for his receiving core he like went over and he himself was folding all the chairs up it was like you motherfuckers are not going to sit here no
1: exactly (laughs) uh it was a good game mississippi state pulled it out so thankfully we all got that win but uh yeah another one that went to overtime and it was definitely an interesting game. It was a wild one at the end. Uh all right, let's move on to Florida, Texas A&M. Mac, we haven't heard from you, brother. I'd like you to weigh in here. You haven't had much to say. Still doesn't have much to say. All right. Uh yeah, I, I don't thought know
3: what to even talk about here. I mean.
1: <laughs> I thought AR had a great game. Finally. Finally, he played well. He didn't fucking hammer every ball like a rifle shot that I've complained all season. Yeah. He put some touch on the ball. He did very well. It was more like he did in game one against Utah. And so it was nice to see. And then Grinch, as I said in text, Texas a and is just Jimbo being Jimbo. Uh, I'm not sure at $98 million that that guy's the guy. Not no. where they're current. It doesn't look like they're going to potentially even be bowl eligible this year after buying a fucking team.
2: Do you think the, you know, the flu bug or whatever <laughs> it was running around was really the difference
0: no. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I mean, this is five losses in a row for like the number one recruiting class and Haynes
1: King in the first, the first half Haynes King played really well at quarterback, but the second, you know, the second half Florida figured him out and he just started making bad decisions. And I know they were playing from behind. And when you play from behind, you for, try to force things you shouldn't. And it, it, it forces a whole different side of the playbook, but yeah, they just, the second half never looked comfortable. And Florida finally settled in. Their yep. running backs were making were making good progress. Ar Richardson was able to, you know, Ar was throwing better. And so I think that was one of the things for me. And it was just like Florida coming off the drubbing by by Georgia. Texas A and M has been struggling. Yes, they're at home, but maybe Hasha right. Maybe the flu bug did help or or gonorrhea or whatever you called it. Um, Maybe that helped Florida. I don't know.
0: Well, I know it didn't hurt them. No, so it couldn't have heard him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you have twelve starters not starting. I mean, that's a big deal. You, you know, I, I'm a, really. I'm a little, it's the SEC. A, it's the it's well, a big deal. Yeah,
2: and here's the thing that by that that bothers me. Um, I mean, I don't like Jimbo, <laughs> but there are other teams who won't tell you everybody's sick because they don't want that to be known right. until right. after the game. And I feel like this got floated out as an excuse for what might happen and then yeah. you either look good because you overcame it or it's like, yeah, I mean, if we hadn't had so many people sick, that's why, that's why it bothers me. Right. I'm like, you still got to show up. I mean, that's yeah. the whole reason you recruit. That's the whole reason you build depth on your team is it is what it is.
3: And Florida,
1: Yeah. Florida had almost 300 yards of rushing. So, I mean, they, they're rushing, Clearly, in this game, the defense by Texas A&M was non-existent, at least the run def- defense, because they put almost 300 yards of rushing. So, I was happy to see Florida pull the win. The chances of them becoming bowl eligible are greater, which I'm I'm happy with, and I think as a first year head coach, that's what you want. You at least want to make that bowl game and and show, you know, potential players. And Grinch, I know you sent out that list from Georgia of all the recruits they were bringing in. That's what you want. You need to be bowl eligible. Georgia, you need to have a good the new showing. New Alabama. I think they're going to be, absolutely. I I don't think Tennessee's hurting their cause either in terms of recruiting this season. So
0: No, but I think the way Georgia's stacking the deck, I think they're the new Alabama. It it just, I mean, to me,
2: you look at Clemson and Alabama right now, and all of us are going, well, what happened? You know, I mean, they're a dynasty, same head coach. I got with, you know, with Saban, he constantly deals with changeover, although this was one of the less, the fewest amount of coaching changes he's probably dealt with in quite some time. Um, but it, it, well, it's but kind not, of inexplicable. The right?
3: lasts forever, right? I mean, yeah, it, it's just, eventually going to have to have some changeover. I love for you, yeah, they're, it lasts they're, forever.
1: They're dynasties and they're dinosaurs in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And there's True. a point at which they're just getting outdated philosophies change and and maybe Saban's a, a different mindset now and well, that mindset can't relate Kirby to Smart's the kids a, and motivate yeah.
0: them and know? Kirby
1: Smart has a different mindset and he's now becoming kind of the preeminent model that teams are going to look at I don't know but um, at the end of the day you're going to look at all these like a Jimbo who came up under a Saban and you expect a certain caliber because coach because that's what they always go to oh every time i'm sick of seeing that goddamn thing yeah. here's he's another a saving disciple
0: he's right. a saving disciple like, yeah mm-hmm. so like fine, what is he? he's not. he's not jesus christ come on that's blasphemy fellas no. this is and the southeastern conference exactly
1: so all right let's get to the last game of the weekend south carolina vanderbilt um ash you got anything to say about this one yeah i
0: actually watched it i went back and forth between that and the alabama lsu game um I mean, Spencer Rattler, I think he threw for close to 200 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, they had moments where they looked good and they obviously looked better than they did against Missouri because I think they had more total yardage in the first quarter and points than they had all of last week. So, I mean, you know, look, it's Vanderbilt, right? Like, I mean, you don't – I'm not happy that they let Vanderbilt put 20, almost 30 points up on them, but, you know – you win by 11, you get out with a W, you move on, because um, we know next week's going to be a shit ton of fun. Um, in fact, the next three weeks are going to be a shit ton of fun for South Carolina. But we're now ball eligible two years in a row. You take um, that. We'll see what we can do with it. Build on it, I hope. I would have liked for them to beat Missouri last week and to have, what, five, six, six-game win streak, which I think would have been the first time since, like, 2012. That but that would have been yummy. But- yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, they they bounced back. And so hopefully, hopefully this gets them geared uh psychologically and, and maybe methodically in the right direction for the next three games. Cause the next three games are gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a run.
1: Um yeah, and we're about to uh make those picks, so it'll be interesting to see. Although, surprisingly enough, Vandy, I think Vandy only loses this game. More first downs. Equal time of possession, a little more possession by Vandy. Uh, almost identical in terms of total yardage, but they had four turnovers. The key
0: and, was the turnovers, just so we're clear. Yeah. And it's interesting because we, we've talked about this before. You win the turnover battle, you're more likely to win. I think one of the problems South Carolina against Missouri is they had no turnovers against Missouri, and I think Missouri had three against them, four against them.
1: Your other so this, problem is your penalties. You were 12 for 116 years.
0: Yeah, months. I I saw um Coach Beamer talked about that in his after press conference about how they've got to clean this stuff up cuz he knows the next 3 weeks are going to be brutal and you can't you can't go into Florida, you know, you, you can't play Tennessee and you can't play go into Clemson and you know, have these things where you, you're making you when you're beating yourself.
1: Right. And those are ways you beat yourself, turnovers, yep. penalties, things like yep. that. 100%. Um and you need to, you know, clearly need to clean up your run defense because you let them put up almost 230 yards. I couldn't yards believe it actually,
0: because generally our run defense is pretty stout. Yeah. Apparently not today.
1: 226 not, no, yards put. I
0: don't here. know. I, I don't know what's going on. And of course, we didn't have Marshawn Lloyd, uh, but apparently they, they got, I, I liked some of the creativity they were using to to get their the, the ground game going. It was nice. There it's good go. to see them come up with a quick game plan, you know? Yep. And Two we'll
2: quick see how we, it Yep. Um, this is the first time Alabama and Clemson have lost on the same day in nice. the modern era. Good. <laughs> um, to two more fitting teams. Oh, damn it. What was the second point? Oh, you and know. Uh, if you look at Florida a and am did not score in the second half. So Nor clearly halftime adjustments were a big factor in that. Um, they were in that game, and then at halftime, just nothing coming out of the locker room. So uh, I guess credit, you know to the Florida Gators and coach Napier for the changes they made. Cause it was, it was obviously the difference.
1: Now I will say this. And I think whoever sent out the article, if it was Grinch or Mac or whoever, the Brendan Cox jr. I'm okay with separating from a player. If he's got a problem, if your intent is to build a culture that says we don't accept that shit. Cause that was a big, that was a big, uh, card for them on the defense now obviously they stepped up Ventrell miller as the kind of the heart and soul of our defense there at florida you know had an excellent game against texas a&m as you just said they didn't score but my hope is that napier is trying to establish a culture that says if you are going to act like a fucking asshole there's no place here for you hit the road and maybe that's what happened with brendan cox jr i don't know but i'm hoping if that is the case that's what he's trying to establish and we'll see moving down the road how that all plays out. So, uh, all right. So there you go. There's the week that was, let's go ahead and move on to the week that will be Haas brother, two games up. You are sitting in the top spot, which means you pick first, uh, Grinch. Uh, I know we didn't get to it. So let's, let's jump over there real quick. I didn't log the score.
0: Sean declares they want they beat App State. They beat App State. I know, right?
1: Um, so you know, there you go, Grinch. You and I've I got a
0: right. win outright. Holy shit. Now Grinch and I are tied That's in so the strange. top spot.
1: So I'm gonna ask you right now, Grinch. I can I can flip the I can flip the coin for the second spot because Haas is gonna pick first. If you don't care, if you want me to go I, or I don't if,
2: care. If kind of like you did with Haas previous, if it's one week and the other week, you can flip. Just for the sake of it being arbitrary for who goes or, you know, objective maybe. Gotcha.
1: I can do that. Um So we'll do Haas first and then we'll go ahead and figure out you and I, and then Mac, obviously you'll pick last. All right. So let me go ahead and just drop a list. So I have it for you, Haas. And you will pick first brother. All right. So we're going to start LSU rolling into Razorback stadium. LSU, man. LSU. It is. LSU's
0: rolling in Arkansas shit in the bed.
1: There you go. Texas A&M at Auburn. We'll come back. Okay. South Carolina, we'll, Florida. We'll come back. Vanderbilt, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. Alabama at Ole Miss.
0: Yeah. Ooh,
1: I mean. A good one. I got to come back to that one too.
0: Yeah, no. I, I think I'm still going to go. Um, I'm going to go Alabama.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> Georgia, Miss State. Georgia. And Missouri, Tennessee. Tennessee.
0: Uh, all right, so uh, I don't
2: see a line on Alabama Ole Miss yet, but some I've noticed on the ESPN page. Sometimes I have to like refresh to get it to populate because I've got almost every game besides that one.
0: Let me see if I can find it.
2: That's the only one I see. No, there's actually three games I don't see it for, even though it says odds oh, provided by
0: Caesar Sportsbook. You talking about Alabama Ole Miss?
2: right Mm -hmm. oh Uh, and i just say because i'm trying to bring it up for all of us since i know um mac wants to know the weather alabama
0: is a 13 and a half point favorite
1: okay so let's get back to lsu arkansas
0: um yeah. Oh no, uh, you LSU. said that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Texas A&M. Um, I'm going to go I mean, both of these teams have lost like 5 games in a row. I'm going to go with A&M. I think they've got more talent. They're they're uh, better coached. I mean, I'm not like Williams, I have not shown he if anything he proved last week that he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. So, I I'll, I'll err on the side of caution. Okay. And then South Carolina, Florida. Uh, I looked at the line. It's 50-50. Um, no one's giving me – Grinch, do you see an actual line? I'm just, yeah,
2: eight, eight eight in favor of Florida.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I really want to go South Carolina here, but, I mean, they're in the swamp. Um, couldn't get past Missouri. Do it. Um, they, they, they do it. They, they beat – They beat Vanderbilt, but I mean it wasn't it wasn't a a, a fine showing. So I'm hearing uh, and then Florida and then Florida looked good against AM. So I gotta go Florida. Go Nike, just do it. If I wasn't if I wasn't up by two games, I would I would take a shot. But
1: nope. He's he's gonna force the others to make some decisions here.
0: Sure am. That's that's what you get to do in first place, right, Grinch? That's it. So you are LSU, Texas A&M, <laughs> Florida,
1: Vanderbilt. You take all
2: the safe bets, make others be crazy. <laughs> Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. I did Tennessee. not pick
0: Vanderbilt. I picked Kentucky. Good try, though. Uh, oh, darn. Nice try. Nice try. Uh, you're a funny
2: that. guy. Really? Vandy's favored by 24. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be funny.
1: <laughs> so that's, those are your picks. Locked in. There you go. All right, m Grinch,
3: yeah. Grinch
0: yep. you want Florida. to call it? Heads I mean, or tails?
1: Uh, yeah. uh, heads. Heads. <laughs> And it is tailsies. Okay. So uh I'll go take first. I actually I, I don't fucking either. care. It's not yeah, gonna matter. Yeah, I don't
2: really either. That doesn't
1: give a fuck. I'll go first. Uh off camera, on camera, it won't matter. Either way, he's still gonna have to make his choices regardless. Uh I'm gonna take LSU over
2: Arkansas as well. Uh I'm gonna go Here's forward what's over crazy to me.
0: The opening line is that LSU is a two point favorite. I saw that. I saw two points. How is that possible? What did what do the bookies know that we don't know other than they want people betting on Arkansas? That's probably, right? probably what it is.
3: Or or this uh flu could be going on even longer.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> could be. Yeah, maybe maybe well that was
1: yeah. Uh, uh LSU, out, I'm yeah. I'm gonna All take right, LSU sorry. over Arkansas, I'm gonna take Florida over South Carolina, Kentucky over Vanderbilt, Alabama over Ole Miss. Uh, Georgia over Miss State. Tennessee over Missouri. Now, Auburn over Texas A&M. What did you say the line was, like eight points? Or am
2: I, was that a different game? Um, I actually don't have the line for
3: that
0: yeah, one. Sorry, I closed out. Sorry, give me a second. Yeah, point. I think
3: no. eight points was
0: the Florida-South Carolina game. Oh, Texas, yeah, Carolina? Texas A&M, Auburn is – here we go. Action Network. One and a half in favor of the Aggies. It's a fifty basically it's a fifty okay. fifty. So if you're gonna take gonna, a shot, this is the I'm one gonna you take a
1: shot. Auburn. Yeah. I'm gonna roll Auburn here. Playing at home. Texas A&M is just fucking I mean, struggling. Well, they've struggled. Auburn, show. they're
0: both three and six. They've lost six in a row or five in a row each.
1: Yeah. And, like and it's wolf. I mean, at least Texas a&- I mean, um, at least Auburn played Miss State close where Texas A&M just, they let Florida eventually walk away with it uh, second half. They were basically a non-factor there. Uh, I'm going to go Auburn maybe playing at home here because like you said like you're two up and there are only a few weeks left. Choices have to get made. That's the only one I feel confident actually I
0: feel you, dog. taking I a get shot it. at. So Same boat I'd be in.
1: All right, Grinch, now it is you, brother. LSU at Arkansas. Uh,
2: um... LSU Texas A&M Auburn
1: Auburn What you fucking smiling for? <laughs> what the fuck you smiling for? South Carolina Florida
2: Hmm
3: South
0: Carolina South Carolina hurt <laughs> And look no, I'll, we, go, we, I'll uh, go Florida we all okay. know it's possible the last yeah. time the three of us were in a game together it happened so true don't act like it's not possible
1: said that was played there not here so fair enough um Vanderbilt Kentucky Kentucky Alabama Ole Miss I have not seen a line on that one either oh, so will you look that up we'll come back yep. to it Georgia Miss state I'm gonna I'm assume Georgia yep Georgia And (laughs) Missouri-Tennessee? Really? (laughs) You're looking for a line on that one, too? No, I'll go Tennessee. Okay. Uh, And again, remember this, gentlemen. You can't take them with you. Your wild cards are still out there. Sans Haas, he's used his. So remember, if you want to swap, you can.
0: Alabama-Old Miss. Alabama's currently a a 13-and-a-half favorite. Interesting. Yeah, I'll I'll go to the
1: okay. <clears throat> so there we go. Um, and again, you know, just revisiting the wild card. It doesn't require any notice to the t- anybody else on the show. All you got to do is contact me and say, you want to change it? Just let me know. And we're good. Uh, Mac, I apologize for missing yours. I
2: can change those if you want from last it, week.
0: Well, yeah, and here's you know, my, we'll here's my
2: later. thing with some of the picks I've made this season is it's more I'm intrigued is it's going to go the way you think. Right. Because I really want to know what is Tennessee made of. Are because Mizzou is a physical team, right? And I think they can win, but it's the classic: like, is Tennessee going to take out all their frustration on them, or are they going to just like mentally? Are, in they, the beat, are room? they? Are they? Yeah. Are they? Are they like we just aren't as good as we think we were? Because Pitt took them down to the wire. You know, it's not like they haven't had challenges, but you could say the same thing about Georgia with Mizzou and Kent State, right? Right. So it's Absolutely. like you can you can look for the objective for the subjective confirmation if you wanted to. Yeah.
1: All right, so there you go: LSU, Auburn, Florida, Kentucky, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. Okie doke, Mac. Now we fall to you, brother. LSU, Arkansas. LSU, Auburn, Texas A and M. Shit.
3: Um, Grinch, can you give me the weather forecast for that game? On yeah, we'll come back. Sunny, it.
1: fifty-nine degrees. There you go. Sunny, fifty-nine degrees. Actually, I need to come that's back. the current. You know. That's the current weather. That's fine. <laughs> that's what he can use. Uh, so you want Texas A&M? That's what I'm hearing.
2: Texas A&M. It is Florida, South Carolina.
3: Texas A&M, yeah.
2: Here's what's uh, weird. It's fifty-nine degrees at Jordan Hare Stadium. Meanwhile, we're sweating. Where oh we God, are right now. Outside. It's yeah, in the works. 70s. Like, exactly.
3: It's humid. Um,
1: South Carolina, Florida. Uh,
3: I'm going Florida.
1: Vanderbilt, Kentucky. Kentucky. Alabama, <laughs> Ole Miss. Alabama. Georgia, Miss State. Georgia. Missouri, and Tennessee.
3: Tennessee.
1: Okay, there you go. So they are all locked in now. LSU, Texas A&M. You did want Texas A&M.
3: No, uh, you can leave it there. That way, I can cry foul later. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do want Texas
0: saying it. Okay. It's on record
3: now.
1: It is on record. All right, so let's jump over here. Haas, obviously, you go first. Southern I, Miss. I,
0: I gotta go Southern Miss. I gotta, I gotta take. I gotta keep taking these shots. Fuck you, Coastal Carolina. <laughs>
1: All right, <laughs> I'm gonna go Coastal. That's not me. As am I? God damn it! That is me. This is me. I keep forgetting I'm okay. You're also going coastal. Mac, what about you, brother? Southern Miss or Coastal?
3: Yeah, I'm taking coastal. They're eight and one. I don't I don't think uh the five and four uh Southern, Southern Miss, is Miss come in and uh make make a big showing there. So. so
1: so let's go ahead and save it. Uh week eleven is locked in. We're done. The week that was is behind us. We're heading towards the week that will be, and we'll see how all this goes. Only two weeks left after that. So, again, the choices, uh, you know, we got to be careful about the choices we make. Uh, football in the South, the SEC, we are locked in. We are ready to go. Looking forward to week 11. We'll see how all of this plays out. As always, I appreciate you guys coming on here. Give me your hot takes and your perspectives. Uh, South Carolina, may you roll on with your special teams. Georgia, you are the undisputed number one in Florida. Just get fucking bowl eligible. That's all we care about. Gentlemen, love doing this with you week in and week out. And we'll do this again next week. So thank how you. How
3: are you doing, fellas? Thank you. <sighs>